Welcome to the Real Men Cry podcast, a podcast dedicated to Christian men who struggle with depression, anxiety, and suicide. My name is Desmond Dangerfield. The topic of today is called My Rules. The reason why I chose this topic is because when I went through my depressive state, I went through a mental uh, state that honestly at the end of the day was my fault. I never knew how to set up rules to show people how to treat me. I never set up boundaries for certain individuals that made not only made me feel a certain type of way, but I didn't set up boundaries for myself as well. And a lot of that came from the place that there was no there wasn't any like rooted foundation in what I knew to be uh was boundaries or rules. Uh, things that I would set up to make sure I'm at peace with how people treat me. And when they stepped outside of those boundaries, I knew how to kind of fall back just a tad bit to make sure I'm in a perfect mental state to where I can enjoy my day and I can enjoy my life. A lot of this stemmed from the fact that at the end of the day, I saw no value within myself. It's a difference between loving yourself and valuing, valuing yourself. Excuse me, guys. It's a difference between loving yourself and valuing yourself. I'm going to say it again. It's a difference between loving yourself and valuing myself. My whole life, my mother loved me. My mother valued me. My other family members loved me and they valued me. I, as a young boy, uh, on the other hand, grew up um, at a particular at a particular age where everything I was like, I was like a sponge. I was soaking up a lot of things uh, and learning a lot of things uh, in the seventh grade and eighth grade. Those are your years where you start to learn how life is shaped and how life is perceived. And my father, Victor Haddon, um, instilled some pretty bad things inside of me because of the name calling, because of the mental, um, the mental abuse and the verbal abuse that he gave me from being a bastard child, from calling me multiple curse, curse words. And I started to see that if he didn't, if he did that all of the time, then there must not be any true value inside of me. And I started looking to him and it was, it was like I was looking at a mirror that was broken, but I was believing the broken mirror over my life. And so I started being, uh, you started singing my actions that I didn't value myself. Why? Because there were certain things my father would tell me. There were certain things that my friends that really weren't my friends that they would tell me about myself. There were certain things that I would believe in them. Um, and I don't know why I did that. And it's actually kind of natural for you to entrust uh, people that are that close to you uh, and believe them. It's natural. If they if they called me all of these things, if he said these things, if he did these things, if he never took the time out to change what he did and change what he said and change how he described me, then obviously there is something within me that has no value. So what I started doing was I started treating myself as if I had no value. And when I got to college, I started getting careless with my actions, sleeping with multiple women. I had no, I didn't see any value. I started getting into relationships that meant literally nothing because I didn't see any value within, uh, inside of me. And the funny part about it is I didn't get into the relationships to find the value. I never did that. I got into the relationships for 
stupid reasons that clearly life showed me not to do, but me being the person that I was, that I was, I didn't value life. I didn't value who I was. I loved myself. I'm a loving individual. I'm a cute, cuddly teddy bear, as everybody describes me. I have these cute cheeks. Now I'm bald. I'm kind of rocking, but it's a difference between loving yourself and valuing yourself. My father taught me to look at every negative portion inside of me and outside of me. So I grew up thinking that I was an issue more than a solution. What I had to start doing was seeing that a lot of my decisions that I was making was not based on me just making them because I was just being dumb. I made those decisions because I didn't value who I was. I didn't. And so I got into bad relationships. And so I dropped out of college in 2013, chasing a a relationship that didn't mean nothing um, to me. I got back in school and in 2015 in that fall, even though God blessed me with a place to stay and everything to start on a new track, I was sleeping with multiple women. I wasn't paying attention in class. Why? Because I didn't value who I was. I didn't see any true benefit in being being Desmond. Even though everybody loved me because I was this funny individual, I didn't see it. Everybody loved me, but I really just didn't see what what is the true essence inside of me that makes me want to change my behavior and start doing things different? So I dropped out again in 2016 and I stayed out of college for a whole year, hoping and praying that I could get back in school. I believe when I hit rock bottom in my life, that was the only time I was really able to see the benefit of I was able to see the benefit of a lot of blessings that I had misused. And so now I'm out of school. I don't know what to do. I don't even know how to get back in school. It's 2016. It's hot. I got to pay bills. I didn't have a job. I was doing full-time photography. And I had to start seeing the value in photography in my personal business. I had to start seeing the value in uh, having a job, taking care of yourself. And for some divine reason, I still to this day don't know how I was able to get back into school. I saw the value of school. I saw what I could do in school. I saw the value of how I could use the connections and resources that were at Prairie View at the school I attended. I started seeing the value of a lot of things. But at the end of the day, when my depression hit in 2018, um, it hit because I still was lost in my mind as to how I got to this place. But it was still because I didn't see the value inside myself. So my days were consumed by the negative thoughts, the negative feelings, and the negative atmospheres I allowed in my life. And I'm going to say that again, I allowed in my life. And I'm going to say that again, I allowed in my life. I allowed that in my life. Why? Because I didn't value my atmosphere. I didn't value my atmosphere. I didn't value um, who I was as a person. And so later on, um, which is funny, uh, I started, you know, I didn't start attending church. I just really, I think I just started paying attention to the other side of the benefit of church, actually listening to what they were saying. And I remember my apostle, uh, Jermaine, um, he kept preaching about what God sees inside of you. He kept preaching about 
if God sees all of this in you, why don't you see it? Why don't you see the value inside of you? And I remember thinking, why would God see all of that inside of me when my own father didn't see that? How could God see that when if my father is the, my, my dad is uh, my dad, if he didn't see that, how could God see that? And so God started taking me through a lot of different situations that actually started building me up to see value in my life. And in some of those situations that I, I was placed in, the way the situations got solved was the fact that I had to change how I viewed myself. So when my depression spiked, I had to look and see, why am I really dealing with this? Why do I allow people to treat me this way? Why do I allow individuals to say certain things to me? Why do I allow my family members to think that they can say anything to me and it's okay? Why? Why did I allow them to treat me in a way that if I was your cousin on the street and if I was just some random person, you couldn't tell the difference? Once I started setting up barriers and once I started telling people how to treat me, once I started showing them how to treat me, it started uh, getting better on two sides of it. My father would tell me, we would get into it, you're a bastard. And it's funny because until the day I made up in my mind, I'm not a bastard. I'm not, I'm not some faggot. I'm not, yes, these are real words my, my dad, Victor Hatton said. My, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not nothing. I'm a person that has a degree. I'm a person that has his own business. Even if I didn't have that stuff, I'm an individual that knows how to love. I'm an individual that knows how to problem solve. I'm an individual that is beautiful inside and out. And as a man, I am the reflection of what is in heaven that God wanted here on earth. It's inside of me, but I have to know how to bring, for, bring that forth. So obviously there must be something that my dad is saying and that there must be something that heaven is showing that's not matching. And so the moment that I start understanding that heaven's reward, heaven's words, heaven's description of who I was out trumped what Victor hadn't said, I started feeling something inside of me that started uh, helping me put up boundaries with a lot of individuals. I started setting boundaries with my clients. I started setting boundaries with some of my friends. I definitely started setting boundaries with my parents, uh, especially my father. And one of the boundaries that I set with him was, if you're not gonna be a true father, and if you're gonna act like that, then you won't get to have a son. So the boundary that I set with him was, you, you get to be uh, in the blocked ministry. We meet every Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. We get to have cookies and snacks and punch, and we get to talk about how you won't treat me like that. But on a serious note, I blocked him. And some days I go back and forth with unblocking him and blocking him. And that changes because I really think about, can I deal with that today? Today's my seventh day I haven't picked up a drink. In the past two years, there was never an, uh, two days that went by where I hadn't binge drinks at least twice a day. It's pretty major for me because I'm kind of figuring out how to create my peace 
uh, in the day, how to tackle these situations, tackle these problems, and make sure that I'm setting up boundaries and I'm setting up uh, like a fence, a border for how s certain individuals can treat me. And to be honest with you, it's, it's really peaceful. Kind of sucks that I don't have to, I don't get to have a relationship with my father and my sister. But I would rather not have a relationship with you if it's only contingent on the fact that I forget what happened in the past and we can't talk about it. I forgave you, but that doesn't exclude the fact that I'm still hurting. And that doesn't exclude the fact that I'm still kind of dealing with something on the inside. And if you're not man enough to talk about it and you lash out, you don't get to talk to me. Why? Because I want to have a good day. I want to have a peaceful day. There are things in this earth that I have to accomplish, not saying it in a metaphoric sense, but literally each day has a set of things God has given me uh, that I have to accomplish. And if that means that I have to cut you off so I can accomplish what God has for me, that is fine. And if I'm wrong, I'll deal with the father later or so to say he'll deal with me later. But. My friend told me something a couple of days ago, and I don't know if this applies, but she said, Desmond, remember in the Bible, uh, she said, I don't, you know, I don't, really don't know what it says, but it says something about if the left hand causes the right hand to sin, cut it off. And I was sitting there like, ooh, kind of makes sense. If you are causing me and provoking me in a way to where I can't be efficient in being the person God created me to be, then you must get cut off because I don't want you to be the excuse that I miss walking in totality of what God made me to be. And that's okay. And it's fine. And we're going to get through it. So if there's a relationship, there's a friendship that is out there that's preventing me from being Desmond to the fullest of who I am, I have to cut it off. If I've exhausted every option to try to resolve situations and you are still tapping a button that I gracefully asked you to stop, it's okay to let those people go. Because at the end of the day, I get to go to sleep at night knowing that I'm at peace. So that concludes our episode. You guys have a nice day.